Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Get Thrives Podcast. I am your host, Norma. And I'm Frankie. All right, Frankie, go ahead and get us started on today's episode. Okay, well, first of all, welcome everyone. I'm glad to have you back and listening to us. I'm excited. Uh, Today we have a guest. Um, He is very close to us and we love him very much. And I think it'll be a very special episode because... Well, you'll have to find out. Keep listening. Uh, introduce yourself, guest. <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, my name is Adrian, and basically I'm Norma's little brother and Frankie's um, brother-in-law. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about, um, do you remember when we first met? Like, uh, I don't know for sure. I want to say that I was at the apartment, like... Um, randomly one day i want to say but i i can't remember for sure it's been such a long time yeah we've done a lot of shit since yeah i know like your mom's recently been asking like how long have you guys been together and we're like oh it's been like four and a half years and she's like whoa yeah it's crazy i've never been i've never loved someone so much (laughs) i'm like um of (laughs) course like it's going by fast like y'all are having fun yeah oh my god (laughs) yes we are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so um for those of you that don't know um adrian is my brother-in-law and this episode is special because he is gay and, <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out there like that uh, well i don't that's know how it. to throw it out yeah, that's it that's it episode <laughs> over we're done talking no, maybe we feel like assholes, dude. <laughs> he's gay punchline click you should stop do the, the recording <laughs> I don't know which one it is. (laughs) You just did it. (laughs) That's it. He's gay. (laughs) Oh, shit. I can't stop it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Holy shit, dude. (laughs) I was like, our listeners are going to be like, what What the the fuck fuck are they doing over there? Let me know oh when y'all are get, get y'all shit together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm yeah. definitely deleting that. Yeah, Adrian's the um, my younger brother from another mother and father. Mm-hmm. Um, his sister and I are childhood best friends, and we all basically grew up together. I yeah. mean, yeah, down we've... to like, a, oh my, our lives were like so different, but so identical at the same time like our routines were identical Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean obviously living in different homes our lives are very different yeah but yeah i mean sibling essentially essentially siblings like we consider ourselves siblings so people don't understand the yeah i guess the severity of like when we say that we're brother and sister yeah no like legit they're like um she's brown (laughs) and you're really light what's going on there like, y'all got different daddies <laughs> we do 
also have different mamas. Jokes on y'all. <laughs> all right. So in all seriousness, uh, the reason this is a special episode and the reason I announced that Adrian is gay is because he recently came out to his family and just to the world, honestly. I guess this is kind of yeah. coming out to the world yeah. right now. This is yeah. coming out to the world. How do you um, feel? Uh, it feels, I don't know, it's like nerve-wracking, but mm-hmm. a good feeling, a good nerve-wracking, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is it scary? Um, a little bit, yeah. But yeah. it's always been scary, you know? Like what? What is so scary about it? Um, well, initially before coming out, of course the scary part was coming out, but now after coming out, it's like everyone knowing. Yeah. And some people like that aren't very nice. Yeah, yeah also know but yeah they'll also figure it out now. they're like oh there's a target yeah yeah exactly i get what you're saying i hate that that's so yeah. scary like as if being a, minor- a minority wasn't enough yeah like, oh now you're a homosexual yeah a double, <laughs> double whammy, whammy. <laughs> so with that being said like it being scary like do you have you what's been your biggest obstacle and like have you had had to face any um kind of like uh i guess you could the best way I could ask is like hate. Have you had any, any kind prejudice of... things like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I don't like. I want to say yes, but it hasn't been like upfront. Yeah, mm. I think everything's been kind of like um, nonchalant. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like kind of throwing shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm sure that has happened. But uh, as far as the hardest obstacle, I want to say it was coming out itself because. Without coming out, I feel like a lot of people um, didn't really express as much hate as they mm-hmm. would have if they if I was fully out. Yeah, you know, yeah. My whole entire time, I was I knew I was. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I get you. Like I asked, what's been your biggest obstacle? Um. So I think my biggest obstacle was like coming out to people that were really close to me, just because of the way i grew up the way my family is um the way the world is honestly it's not nice like it's a scary thing because you know i could be killed for being who i am yeah Yeah, yeah. if we're being quite honest yeah um like i said if being a minority wasn't bad enough being a part of the lgbtq plus community like that's a death sentence in some places yeah. Luckily, I'm blessed enough to be in a very loving household and in a place where not many people care. Yeah. I mean, people care, but they're not going to, you know. They're at least, like, kind about it. They're exactly. They're not incredibly openly hate- They're not openly hateful. Let's yes. say that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm not in, you know, a dangerous predicament to where i have to worry about if i'm gonna eat where i'm gonna sleep yeah um if i'm gonna be homeless because you know a that's lot a, of yeah that's like the scary thing when it comes to like kids who are in high school mm-hmm. and that happens like sometimes their parents disown them yeah and yeah. they do have that like a lot of so i don't know the exact statistics but obviously like a lot of the homeless youth is a part of the lgbtq plus community Mm -hmm. and that's because their parents are like okay you need to go so yeah and it sucks like to know that um as a gay man myself like just thinking about that and 
like reading about it on the internet and just mm-hmm. knowing that it's a pretty normalized thing like yeah children being cast out of their homes for loving who they want and being who they are it's a terrible feeling like it's yeah so like it's just so really bad so that actually leads me to another question um because we grew up catholic mm-hmm. um oh we all did right mm-hmm. obviously catholic church this is not right mm-hmm. um and like growing up in such a religious home for a long time i'm i was like dude that that is wrong like mm-hmm. i get it and i'm understanding of like you know if that's something that someone's going through but as i grew up i think i formed a lot more of my opinions i studied a lot more i mm-hmm. understood a lot more bible other practices i studied everything yeah and i i formed my own opinions you know those um but for people who are like no do like let's say for that person who's like hey like i still care about you as a human Mm -hmm. but what you're doing is so wrong what's some what's what you would tell them how do you think that you as a and you don't necessarily you're not necessarily an advocate right Mm -hmm. But um, I know that this is something that's important to you, which is why I'm asking not every gay person is an advocate. Yeah. And they don't have to be. Um, But I know you specifically, you are. Mm -hmm. So what's something that you would say to people who, like me back then, struggled with that idea, with the whole concept? Because I I had my own teachings and I was taught that. Mm -hmm. So what would you tell those people? It's always a difficult conversation when it comes to like religion and sexuality like that's always been a personal struggle of mine too because i mean like you said we both grew up catholic and Mm -hmm. in the church and you know as well as i do the way that our families were raised and Mm -hmm. you know the ideas that they um kind of raised us on adopted yeah yeah um it was always really conflicting growing up because i had this idea in my head that no that's not right like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to hell i'm gonna die yeah i'm gonna live eternity in hell and yeah. i'm gonna burn just because of you know my attraction to men or mm-hmm. uh wanting to love a man like sh- because of who you are essentially. Yeah, yeah essentially yeah. because of who i am like so what would you say to people who I'm just playing right like devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to say, okay, I understand all of that, but it's still wrong. It's wrong. Like it's possible because you grew up with two girls mm-hmm. that you might like girlier things. Yeah. And you may have adopted that. Like, how is that how how would you respond to that? Like how how was that not influential on you? Uh that's a good question. I've never been faced with, luckily, I've never been faced with that kind of um, response. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have recently, but, yeah, you know, I'm still working on a response to yeah. that. And we'll get into that in a minute. But um, I, I don't know, honestly. I mean, you can't, to me, it's not possible to say that you're a God-loving Christian, Catholic, whatever the hell you are, mm-hmm. or you identify as, and sit there and say, oh, I love you, but mm-hmm. what you're doing is wrong, and I don't accept it. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think that's possible because mm-hmm. in your heart, uh, I, you're, to me, your intentions aren't pure. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you telling me that you love me is not pure. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what God would want. You yeah. Know? You're not following God's teachings. If yeah. you're saying that and living like that, it's, I, I don't think it's possible personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be wrong. I don't know, but I just don't think it's possible to love somebody and not accept them fully and truly as they are. So I would probably just be like, Hey, um, I, I understand you feel that way. And I understand like your reasoning behind it. Um, I'm not trying to diminish anybody's views or religion or anything like that, but this is who I am. And if you can't accept it, then, I don't think you can love me either. Why is that so definitive? So like, why is it that if someone can accept everything that someone does fully, why can't they love you? Does that make sense? So for example, why can't we love someone who does drugs? Mm -hmm. Right? You know, I know bad example, right? But that's something that that's an argument someone can put up. Mm -hmm. So what would you say? Why is that not the same thing? Um, I think because as a gay person, I know going through life with you still in my life mm-hmm. and still not accepting me, I know further down the line, we're going to have conflicting views on things and yeah. you're still going to try to change who I am. Mm-hmm. And so if you're trying to change a person, mm-hmm. um, even though they've already told you like flat out, Hey, this is the way I am. And yeah. This is who I love. This is who I want to be with. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, if you keep trying to change that person, to me, that's not love. Yeah, I get you. Like, yeah. It, but that's a personal opinion. Right. You know? it's, yeah. Somebody could definitely disagree yeah. or have a rebuttal to that. And- I, yeah. I would definitely say, like, I guess, like, if someone was to come to me and say, you know, why do you still love Adrian? Like, mm-hmm. why is that, like, something and i'm like <laughs> the old cliche it's not a choice right yeah um like it it's not at the end of the day like i growing up with you literally from birth you were so fucking gay from birth like <laughs> there was no other way of putting it like uh-huh. we did nothing to your ass like yeah. <laughs> you had a blue room like we did nothing to you mm. it wasn't that you always went, we literally would kick you out of our room. Yeah. We're like, go play by yourself. Leave us alone. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe something I would tell people that are in that same predicament is you have fully accepted the fact that you are a gay man. A person who does drugs knows they have a problem Mm -hmm. in some cases, right? That's (laughs) just a little little asterisk there. Yeah. In some cases they know they have a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. They like they know that they're doing that drug for what X, Y, and Z reason. That it's not the same thing. Like this yeah. is inherently what someone is born with, and one's literally a choice, and the other one isn't. is. Yeah, and I think, but I think that's the thing that is really difficult is that people don't understand that part of it. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not a choice. Um, well, I think at that point, it's their decision. It's like they're choosing not to understand. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, well, it's, it's. I would say like it's not necessarily 
choosing to not understand because at yeah, one point you. even like i think up until like i was 15 i was like no that's not right mm-hmm. like up until like i was 15 i was like no but i was like a, f- a super freaking nerd in school so like all i did was read all i did was research things like that's all i wanted to do mm-hmm. so that's what i did and because i grew up in a religious home and because my dad taught me yo question what the fuck this bible says like he taught me how to do that. Mm-hmm. I took that same teaching and that's what I learned. And I learned through so many damn translations. That's another a whole other topic. Yeah. The word homosexual didn't even show up in the Bible until the late 1950s. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, that's highly suspicious. <laughs> and even when it did, it wasn't what yeah. people think homosexual means now and the, exactly That's the not... trans the definition has changed mm-hmm. and so yeah i mean like obviously getting to the point like it's not anyone's um if, if the whole lgbtq plus community is going to try to change people's minds that's a damn waste of time mm-hmm. it's just um i think it was just good conversation starters like how would you go about that and whoever is willing and able to have that talk i think that would be wonderful and beautiful like if if you have someone in your family that's struggling with this and maybe hasn't fully come out or you suspect like might be gay like these are questions you might want to you know ponder upon yourself Mm -hmm. because you don't it's it's not worth losing a child or a sibling or niece or nephew yeah Yeah. can i just say it's so unfair that members of the lgbtq community are like it's a thing for us to come out yeah like that's so shitty it's so annoying like why can't the roles be reversed. Like, yeah. like single people aren't like, I'm straight, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, my gosh. It's so annoying. It's like your parents, are you going to bring a boy or a girl home? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. so, so with that being said, like you coming out, who's been who's been the most difficult to come out to? Um, So the most difficult was like my close family. Um, Just because I have mad love for my family and again this stems back to like religion and growing up in a really religious household i mean me and norma were raised in the church Mm -hmm. and you know monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday every damn day literally we were so active yeah well my parents stepped back yeah your parents stepped back yours however did not mine did not at all so um yeah, it was definitely my family. My mom uh, actually approached me about it first. Like she, she's like, "Yo, what up?" <laughs> like, listen, quick question. You little so, <laughs> She was like, "Hey, I need to run something by you." <laughs> no, um, but we were at McDonald's one day, one night, uh, getting something to eat, and she, she was like, "Hey, I gotta ask you something," and I knew then and there, like I. Anytime that my parents wanted to have a conversation with me, I, it always stemmed back to my sexuality. I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it. I was like, I couldn't hide it good enough. Yeah. Um, you the- could not. Let's start there. Like I said, you were gay as fuck from like out the womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that shit. And, you and- were like a toddler walking like this. I'm like, bitch, just sit the fuck down. <laughs> and everyone like, we're saying gay as fuck. 
don't like take it don't take, offense. Yeah. Yeah, don't take value to it because <laughs> like adrian makes jokes about himself sometimes so yeah, don't I, think that we're being mean to him or no we will not intent. talk yeah we won't talk like this to anybody yeah. except fucking adrian i was <laughs> i was flamboyant yeah we'll say that um and so my mom was like hey i i gotta ask you something and i was like shit i was like yeah and she was like so what are you who are you attracted to and I, oh her name's stephanie i played <laughs> i played stupid and i was like what What do you mean she was like like what i said <laughs> literally she was like well who are you like attracted to like is it girls or is it guys and at that moment i was like oh my god god it's such an uncomfortable situation because she approached me i didn't even have the chance to come out yeah and i was like hey mom yeah i was like girl <laughs> give me some space but no she was mom ask, was... as soon as she asked me that i was like oh shit how do i get out of this one yeah and so i told her i was like well to be honest i'm not attracted to anybody right now like attraction like physical attraction really doesn't do anything for me i was like i'm not really leaning towards one or the other i was like if they have a great personality if they're nice to me then you know Mm -hmm. and i start to develop feelings for them then that's what it is but i'm not gonna have a specific you know gender that i'm attracted to and so um i guess she took that as you know bisexual yeah um which is usually an easy escape for for gay men yeah <laughs> for or and gay women i'm sure i get yeah lesbians. and for lesbians yeah because yeah. i mean when you're put in that situation and put in that spot like you're kind of cornered you're like <laughs> which one would cause less pain that's both of them <laughs> literally and that was my thought process i was like i don't want to disappoint her right now so i was like i'll just use bisexuality as a yeah you know a way out yeah um, and I felt shitty about it because I was like, I just used a whole identity to lie to my mom, basically. Yeah. And I was like, that's not fair to people who are actually bisexual. Well, yeah. how sure were you at that point? Um, Like, okay, I guess better question. When did you, when were you like, okay, like. I'm really gay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, uh, this is it. That's me. It's like it's Pop. like that question. The question where, like, I'm sure all gays hate it. So when did you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> when did you know that you were gay? No, but my question is, when did you accept yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that question. That's so much better than, when did you know? <laughs> so, like, are you really, really? Or, like, that's exactly kind of where of... that question leads to. <laughs> when did you know? You tell them when they're like, okay, so are you sure? Yeah. You kiss the girl, though? Have like, you, yeah. You just haven't met like, the right girl. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it Obvious. Is. Women. Okay, first of all, who the hell would voluntarily choose to be attracted to men? <laughs> Most of them suck. Like, I, literally, women are like the prettiest damn things walking this earth. Literally. Men, like, Frankie, you're like the one in a few out there that like are wonderful, spectacular. But, but I, Jesus, I don't look good. Most men suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's why you know, as a gay person, 
choice. It is not a choice, baby. It's, I promise you. you if don't. I could have been straight, I would have been yeah, straight. Literally. I'm like, babe, if I had the choice. I literally, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when I came to fully, like, I'm still in the process of fully accepting myself. But yeah. when I came to terms with it, that mm-hmm. like, okay, like, you know, I am. Yeah. Um, It was pretty young, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what grade it was, but um, it was when I first came out to my best friend, Adriana. Um, like I said, I don't remember what grade it was. It was maybe seventh or sixth. It was in middle school? Yeah, I, I believe so. You were like very, very obvious, like fourth grade forward mm. like it was clear i would yeah it was way clear <laughs> like i remember like i mean everything just like the way you carried yourself it was like you couldn't help it like and you mm-hmm. could we could see you catching yourself mm-hmm. in the middle of oh shit that was really girly or like me and christy always listen to like cheetah girls and shit oh, yeah. like that <laughs> Um, what's that song one song that you said like Adrian loved this song oh what song was it there were a lot was of it, it's not like Cinderella it was another one that's like a soup the Cheetah Girls super bop yeah oh, the Cheetah Girls. Was, it wasn't Cheetah Girls it was a it was a one singer female singer was it was Ladies? it Chantel by Beyonce oh t-shirt by Chantel yes! no Impossible by Chantel Impossible Chantel Dude. Yeah, that's her. That's her name, Chantel. Yeah. And it's like, I was into Cheetah Girls. I, I heard it. Like I think I played on like uh, Spotify, like randomly. Yeah, and I heard it, and you're like, "Oh my god, Asian would fucking sing he would the sing the out shit of that out of that song." Like, I was like, "Oh my god, we would literally get out of like CCE. <laughs> we would literally get out of like church class on Wednesdays. Asian would jump into the fucking car and sing the fuck out of Chantel. <laughs> at that point i was like baby ain't no changing here. for real like, there was no way i like and you'd catch him doing not like it's not like at home he wasn't hiding these things but he would in public so like a song like that would come on and he wouldn't sing it yeah and he'd just be like i can't imagine how that head. feels from like an outside point of view like yeah like hearing that now as an adult it sucks because it's yeah. like like you were shy yeah i was like suppressing myself yeah. as a child yeah like, what the fuck yeah it's because like the <laughs> as fucking gen z as this sounds right it's because like the gender norms were pushed on you yeah yeah and that's that's it like all those gender norms are pushed on you what you're supposed to be who you should be etc mm-hmm. etc and also your um like every kid on this planet your parents um what they want for you was pushed yeah. on you and it's like yeah of course they're coming from a loving place it's just you are your own individual mm-hmm. yeah who's been the most supportive in your life as far as you know you being gay and mm-hmm. you know i think the most supportive has always been my best friend Adriana. Um, just cause she was the very first one to know she, oh, I love her so much. She made me feel so safe and loved Yeah, and like just okay. Mm-hmm. Like everything was okay. It's not like she brought special attention to it when I came out. She was just like, okay, yay. And yeah. then move on to whatever we're talking about next. Yeah. Like it wasn't a big deal, but it was. Yeah. I, I know it was. She yeah. knows it was. Like, but 
she just made it so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next two people that um, I officially came out to that also like made it really cool, a really nice experience was um, my twins, Giselle and Sandra. Oh my gosh, I miss them so much and love them um, abundantly because they're like so amazing. Um, so they were actually like the next few people that I came out to and the support that I constantly like consistently get from them and from that very first interaction with them, like our whole friendship, like it was just love from all angles, but we kind of like disconnected because I moved away. Mm -hmm. So, you know, distance, it sucks, but I'm sure we'll come back together again. Um, but yeah, they were the next two people that I officially came out to and it was like a really great experience. You know, when you have those interactions with people that truly love you and care for you and make your coming out not a huge ordeal like yeah other people would, it really makes you feel like really good. Like yeah. like you're normal. Yeah, yeah. It makes everything else that you're going through kind of fade away for a good while Mm -hmm. like you know there's still good people in the world and there's still people who love you and support you and that's really what you need at that moment yeah and so yeah i appreciate them for that like that was such an amazing moment yeah i don't know i think that whenever someone does make a big deal out of it it's probably more because i guess like their idea of you Mm -hmm. maybe shattered but yeah I also think possibly that it may also be because they want to make sure that you feel comfortable and you're not they're not judging you. But I think that um, doing too much, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I always equate it to like when people are like, "Oh, I have black friends," and it's like, "Oh yeah, sis, if you really did have black friends, you would you be safe." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have anyone that's has helped you um, kind of accept yourself and? Um, Made it easier to kind of be yourself more? Well, since my best friend moved away um, and, you know, as I said, me and my twins kind of like drifted apart a little bit. um, The next supportive people have been you guys, like you and Norma, 100%. Because when I came out to you guys, it it was really, um, I was nervous. I was very, very, very scared. One, because for people that don't know, we had a moment in time that, you know, we we drifted apart as well, mm-hmm. our entire friend group. We weren't, you know, um, active in each of those lives for yeah. about a year and a half. We were also in Dallas. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, like six months or so. So it was like distance and then just like, yeah. yeah. Different things. And then uh, one night I did... I, Came to get a grill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Came to get my grill that I left at y'all's condo for two years. <laughs> Finally needed it back. And I came with my friend and made him stay in the truck. A friend, huh? Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even mention that. Now that you say friend. Um, <laughs> my mom, whenever she was questioning me, <laughs> she thought that I was with one of my friend, like, me and my friend had a relationship but i was like no no i was like please no <laughs> yeah i was like please no that's not a thing and then she was oh, like well yeah. what about this other friend i was like no mom all friends even worse i was like off limits like 
no, that's not. And There's it, a code. Yeah, well, I was like, if you knew my friends back then, you would understand. You'd understand well, yeah. you know what they say: the person that's meant for you is your best friend. So, Adriana, I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking married and in Washington. Presently, um, like, wait, what? Yeah, sorry, Juan. Um, but yeah, I it, it was terrifying. Yeah, to come out to y'all because Norma, I always have and always will hold her to a very high um pedestal in my life and that's just because of who you are as a person and, you know mm-hmm. how well we know each other and connect with each other mm-hmm. um but another huge part was frankie like yeah he was a stranger essentially to e- you exactly and it was like he has no right you know yeah it, in my head i was like he doesn't deserve to to, hear to have a yeah. coming out from me exactly yeah. I was like plus he's ugly oh my god <laughs> true no <I'm> kidding <laughs> it's okay I was yeah in my head I was like he doesn't he holds no importance in my life yeah, yeah. no offense no that's now you good. do but back <laughs> now then, you do I you've was proven like, yourself yeah. <laughs> back then I was like he's just another straight guy yeah from Belmead <laughs> whoa and now I have to come out to him too yeah and you were pressed. Yeah. I was like, sis, what do I do? And Why so, can't I just come out to you? Yeah. For real. And then I thought, I was like, well, you know, you guys are in a relationship, established relationship, and it's Frankie's home. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to come out to both of them. Yeah. So, yeah, we sat down, talked, and yeah, I came out to both of you. Norma, your reaction was, of course, unconditional love frankie i'm not i can't remember how you reacted do you, did you even say anything well i said it pretty quiet just because like you said you know i was more of a stranger than anything back then mm-hmm. so i didn't want to be like put my two cents in and be like oh oh so what about this and what about that <laughs> you know i didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable right because i knew you were her brother mm-hmm. i knew you were gonna i knew you were gonna be around so i, I accept you because we did have <laughs> like minimal history yeah, we we, we hung out and yeah. like had like drinks. y'all knew each other yeah. and like liked hanging out with each other. But yeah, essentially, I, I remember when we were at, uh, we moved to the second apartment, the townhouse. Mm-hmm. He would come over a lot, all the and time, he would hang yeah. out with just me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like bro, what do you want, man? Uh. <laughs> I brought y'all cupcakes a lot. Oh I yeah, at yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I was. I'm sorry. Were you gonna say something, baby? I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just gonna say like. For me, when he came out, it was just, I was like, okay. It was just like a confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I figured, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I figured, but, you know, thanks. <laughs> you, I thought you were just going to pop up with a boyfriend. I'll be like, what up, fool? <laughs> yeah, or I, when you were first talking, I was like, yeah, where are you going with this? What, what's going on? Like, <laughs> you're gay? Okay. And, uh, and your point You want a is... fucking cake? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I still do. Um, yeah it was it was just really terrifying because you mainly frankie yeah did did i do anything to like make you feel uncomfortable at any point when i think you were just a straight man yeah yeah well i'm just just asking i'm making sure like yeah no of course it i think it was just (laughs) not to be rude it was your existence like you being there (laughs) made me like (laughs) you being there made me like uh are you here, bro? Talk, talk about a double standard. Like, Adrian, your gay existence really grinds my gear. 
But then I got over it. And yeah. Now we're the best of friends. You could, say. you could say I'm your best friend. That's fine. Um, you could say it. Yeah. Like now. No, you could on air. Um, Frankie's but, sitting there scratching his head. Yeah. Carlos is like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm like, the best man. Carlos and Armando are both like, bro. What I'm number fuck? one. I know. Mondo's probably, I'm like, can his shit <laughs> Literally. I was like, I'm going to fuck his shit up next like, time. Bro, and I'm going to be like, this shit look gonna good. Be back here and like, shit. Bro, 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 chill out, chill out. Hey, bro, you can stop going back, man. Stop bro. going back. Um, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, you guys were the first as far as family goes. And then after that, it was um, Christy. She's your sister. Yeah. How Christy did- is my sister. How did uh, Christy react to? I don't. Have we had this conversation? How we Christy have, reacted? We have not had that. Conversation. Oh shit! We get some tea. Never. Actually, we've never even brought it up. Yeah. Um. So explaining to Christy was one of the easiest things that I could have done. Mm-hmm. Um. It was really just like, hey, you like who you like, and yeah. that's it. Um. Again, we were on our way to McDonald's. <laughs> You, yo, you like, man, Adrian goes to McDonald's like so every much. other day. He like will text it. You guys want something from McDonald's? Not a fool. He's like, I'm buying. We don't care. Like <laughs> we point, don't want like, anything. It's so good, you guys. <laughs> hey, but Loki, just give me some nuggets. No, 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 no. Some spicy that. nuggets. You yeah. said what you and said. Prayer, so. Norma spoke for you both. <laughs> I'm going to delete it. <laughs> we didn't say that. Um. But, yeah, coming out to my sister was really one of the easiest things that I could have done. Um, I had hesitations in the past because, again, because of who our parents are and our family and the way we were raised. I mm-hmm. was like, this could go one of two ways. Like, this could go completely wrong or, you know, right. It'll be I. Yeah. And it was I. Like, she accepted me. Um, we talked about the situation that I had going on at that time with, um, a guy mm-hmm. and, um, she actually related it to a story that she had similar to. Mm-hmm. And that was that really. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, we fucking knew. Yeah. That was that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom coming out to her was really, uh, it wasn't, a big thing just because you know we had that prior conversation yeah where she assumed but coming out as officially gay uh it was still kind of terrifying because back then i associated gay with it it was a derogatory (laughs) term like it wasn't a good thing to be gay yeah Yeah, i was gonna say like i'm laughing i feel like i have to explain myself (laughs) you're gonna like i associated gay and in my head i'm like (laughs) With being a homosexual? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, no, but back then, it was like, because, uh, you know, people always say shit like, oh, that shit's gay. Like, yeah. Meaning, oh, yeah, yeah. when they're talking about something stupid or something ugly or whatever the case may be, it was a derogatory term. Like, yeah. That was... Like, we would always be like, that's gay as fuck. Shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It, it, it's true. Like, it's norms negative. are so much different now. Yeah. Because I remember I being like 12, 15, be like, you're gay, bro. Chill out. Or like, yeah. that's yeah. gay. I don't even want that gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you weren't. not kidding. He was one of them. It's all right as long as you don't hit on me. Yes, literally. <laughs> like, boy, get, get out of here. So, so I will say at first, I didn't know how to 
have a conversation with me. Yeah. Or, no, 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 no. How do I like um, <laughs> deal with it? Like, I didn't know uh-huh. how to act. I didn't know. Like what would change it with was, you? Yeah. What, where the line was drawn, like where mm-hmm. like, you know, just a day to day kind of relationship. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know how to yeah. do that. So I will say like before I would probably, I'd probably ask that stupid question. Like, so like, how did you know? Yeah. Yeah, he you would. Know? When I came into <laughs> your life permanently, as I did like a year ago. Um, it's been like two years. Yeah. It's been two years? Yeah. Since I moved? No, it's been, since you lived with us, it's like been a, a year, year and, and a half. half. Okay. Yeah. So since it's been then, like two years, yeah. Um, I like how we said at the same time. Did you yeah. still have those thoughts as like, how is this going to work? Uh, no, I think. Who I was? No. No, I never had that like that thought. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to treat you. Yeah, I think like, like what he's oh, trying to say is like he didn't know because this was such a foreign thing for Frankie. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know how to like what was wrong to say. Yeah. Where the lines were drawn, like things like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to be an asshole. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to. You didn't want to hate crime me. Yeah, I didn't want to overstep. Ooh, sorry. Uh, I have been hate crime before. And mm. it was by uh, another member of the LGBTQ community. What? It was Leo. Oh, <laughs> oh I was damn. I was taking the dogs out, and he drove. By. Oh my god! <laughs> he that? drove by and <laughs> called me a slur. We will not say it on there, <laughs> bitch. I'm coming for you. <laughs> we know where you live. No, it's down the for street. That don't know Leo. That's that's my bitch. <laughs> he said one time that I was with the dogs out. I was out with the dogs. He's like. Bitch, I almost called Frankie a, a slur, <laughs> thinking it was you, <laughs> Leo. Oh, shut up. Oh, Leo, if you're listening, how dare you insult me? Because, oh, bitch, God. I slay oh, Queen. Okay, I slay. I love oh, but shit. anyways, yeah, I think that like what was causing Frankie a lot of that is that he didn't. I guess everything like like a lot of other people was like. Oh my god, his sexual preference is such a big deal. And mm-hmm. it's like, do you constantly talk about us having sex uh, in your day to day? No. So what would be the difference with him? Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. I like just, I, that's I what that's what like, he was like uncomfortable with before. I'm not actually asking you right now, baby. No, no, but, I know, but I'm saying like I, I guess I just wanted to make sure that I respected you. Yes. And I didn't overstep yeah. and I you were comfortable. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't want you to be like Oh, Frank is here, goddamn. Even though you probably are, but <laughs> it's cool. Um, I'm kind of annoying. And yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> just want to make sure you were comfortable and you were, you felt safe. And because anywhere around me, I want everyone to be, to have like a, to know I'm, I'm like a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want, if someone needs help, like, I'm fucking down, bro. If you got somebody trying to fight you because they're just hating on you, bro, let's, let's get down, bro. <laughs> don't let's believe get that. down. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, who, um, you said your mom, your sister, us. I haven't friends said my grandma yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, after I... It's um, Williams' turn. <laughs> Granny. Lita. Shout yeah, Lita. my Lita. <laughs> I came out to her, like, very, very recently. Um, like, two days ago? I uh, When did we have dinner? No. That was... Is this, like, two weeks it, ago? That was a week ago. No? no a week ago. Oh, oh that's nice. Jesus Christ. Did you say two nights ago? Yeah. Bitch, I, where you been? Like, it, was, it was last Sunday. It was a dep- this past Sunday, right? No. That's why I said Sunday. two weeks ago. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's 
crazy. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't that it's recent. It's been like yeah. 10 days. Yeah. But it just moved so quickly again. Um, yeah, I came out to my grandma finally. I was like, hey, Lita, I have something to tell you um, before you find out from anyone else. <laughs> and she was like, just tell me later because she was making um, enchiladas. Bitch, so I'm like, done. <laughs> She's busy. I'm busy. <laughs> my mom was like, no, you need to sit down because he needs to tell you now. She, she, she was scared. You want she was gonna pass out for real. I was like, Lita, you might want to sit down. Lita's like, bitch, I know. <laughs> but I told her I was like, hey, Lita. Um, okay, so I'm gay, and I just wanted to let you know because I'm letting everyone else know, and you know, you you're, you're of high importance in my life, and I just want you to know before anyone else tells you or you find out through anyone else. Mm-hmm. And she was like quiet i i know she had her opinions yeah. because she was quiet and yeah. you know my grandma's up there in age so she's <laughs> still got she's a lot school. of yeah old school habits and thoughts but she was like well she was like i guess you know there's not much i can say she was like well whatever you want i guess and i was like thanks Lita. and she was like no. that's all the support i need yeah i was like great Thanks. And she was like, well, you know, I had a hunch. <laughs> and I was like, oh. She was like, yeah, growing up, Norma and Chrissy would always tell you, you're gay, you're gay. And she was like, so. It's your fault, Norma. I told y'all. And I had a hunch. I was like, oh, my God. Lisa. You're gay. I was like, I'm glad you cracked the code. <laughs> and then I went to go sit down on the couch and like 10 minutes passed and she was like, so who'd you say that you were with? She was like, was it a Wooliel? I was like, no. I was like, I'm not with anyone. I was like, I'm just telling you I'm coming out as gay. And uh, I don't know if she heard me. She was like, um, so who is it again? I was like, oh, my God. And my mom had to explain to her. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, I She's like, why you don't mean this? Yeah. She was like, I thought you said you had a boyfriend. I was like, no. I said, all I have is a best friend. Yeah. But <laughs> that was her reaction. I love her to death. Um, yeah. That, it was super easy to come out to her. I was really nervous, too. Like, I was pushing it off as far as I could. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, shit. I think Norman Frank might bring rainbow cupcakes so <laughs> yeah so what's that for mijo yeah. we just like rainbows lita literally that's all it. rainbows we well we didn't all. ever bring them like we were gonna make a joke <laughs> i was gonna bring a cake that had a rainbow that said guess what <laughs> but he never said oh let me like it's fine bring it we asked you for before and you were like I don't know because my Lita's here and I haven't told her yet. And we're like, oh, okay. So we let it go. And this motherfucker felt pressure for fucking cupcakes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you put out for less or what? Like, damn. They should have said, it's a boy. It's a boy. Oh, shit. So so you got mom, sister, Lita. Have you came on to your dad? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was an interesting one no oh that, shit that was you're here <laughs> you look so pretty <laughs> um, coming out to my dad that was very interesting and very um hard to do oh my god it yeah it was extremely difficult um for those who don't know who my father is he's a very 
highly respected man in the church um, that me and Arma went to when we mm-hmm. were younger. Um, he's head of the choir. And so basically in the Catholic church, it's like being the preacher's son. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Like a lot of people would come to my dad for religious issues. I, I don't know why, but that, you know, they, <laughs> they would turn to him for a handful of things. Yeah. They were in charge of many things in the church. So he was a leader essentially. Yeah. Basically in the church and yeah. in the Catholic church. And so, <laughs> In a small town at that. Yeah, in a small town at that. So in Ballin. In, in, <laughs> in the square. <laughs> Jesus. You got Dang the game. worst of the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, coming out to my dad was a really, really, like, frightening experience. Uh, so I had just came out to, you know, my entire family. We had dinner together. Oh, no, no. I think this was... No, it was that night, wasn't it? I One think night. it was the night before... It was like after the winter storm, after Synovid. You're right. You're right. Okay. So I decided to come out to my dad because I felt like it was just time. Things had happened in my life concerning, you know, my entire family this past year that have kind of made things difficult for me to have the relationship that we used to have with him. And so I could see that. You know, my dad was making an effort to be in my life, and me and Norma had had this conversation about coming out to my dad before, and she told me that, you know, you may want to go ahead and do it as soon as possible, just because we both kind of already knew the kind of reaction that was he a, was going to have, yeah, yeah, was a possibility, and which was a very negative reaction that yeah. could, you know, kind of ruin everything, yeah, and so. I decided to come out to him and just, you know, basically told him, this is what I am. Like, this is who I am. It's not a result of your parenting. Yeah, it's not a result of your parenting or mom's parenting. It's not how I was raised. Um, You know, I'm always going to be your son. You're always going to be my dad. That kind of shit. And I just told him. I remember calling my best friend, um... And, like, telling her, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm about to come out to my dad. And she was like, I was like, can you stay on the phone with me while I send this message? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as I said it, she was like, oh, my God, bitch, why would you send that? (laughs) It's like, girl, don't don't fucking play me. She was like, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) And, um. Yeah, by the way, this wuss came out through text message, like, come on. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) There's a reason for that, Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was like, why the fuck would you send that? I was like, bitch, stop playing with me. And she was like, no, it's good, it's good. And, um. She just explained how proud she was of me. And she was like, whatever the outcome, you know, at least you'll have peace of mind knowing that you, you know, you accepted who you are. Yeah. You came out and did your part. And there's nothing else you can do further. And so I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, I'll, I'll call you later. And, um, I went ahead and called my sister and told her, I was like, Hey, just to let you know, I came out to dad just now. And, you know, I'm still waiting on a response. And, I think she kind of got teary-eyed because I could hear in her voice that she was, like, kind of crying. And she's she was, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she was just explaining that, you know, she was really proud of me for coming out and, 
you know, she was hoping for the best and she was like, regardless of what happens, you know, you always have my support. You always have my love. Yeah. And you know, that whole thing. And so a few minutes went by. Oh my God. It felt like six hours. I swear to God. But he replied within like maybe 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, That's a short time for people over 50. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, wow, you're a quick texter. (laughs) It's always weird because Every time I text him in English, he'll just respond in Spanish. And I'm like, bro, you know, I can't read that. But anyways, (laughs) it's basically cursive for real. And I, Lord knows I can't read that. And yeah, he responded about 15 minutes later. And the response was not what I wanted. It wasn't unexpected, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't my ideal fantasy, I guess you could say. Like it wasn't what I was hoping for. Yeah. Uh, You know, I had a glimmer of hope that, you know, acceptance, love, that whole kind of It had gone, like, well with everyone else. Yeah. 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 And so it kind of set the tone for what was expected, you know. Uh, But the thing is that you can't control other people's reactions. Yeah. You can't hold those kinds of expectations for people that, you know, there's a possibility you won't get them from. Yeah. Um, my dad being one of them, he's very stuck in his old timey ways and religious ways. And so there's not really any kind of swaying him there. Mm-hmm. You can try your hardest, but no, it ultimately it's his decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so he texted me back and the response was not, um, not a positive one. And so I read the message that he responded with and it really hurt. Like, it was a really hurtful moment. I don't know. I want to say that was probably one of the saddest moments that I've had, like, so far. Mm-hmm. Because it was just, it's your own dad. Yeah. You know? And you expect love and affection and approval. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing, like, approval. That's what every kid wants from their dad. Yeah. And I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. That's not what, you know... I was able to reach, unfortunately. My dad, he was a great dad. Yeah, he's yeah, he's still supportive. Like mm-hmm. he he still cares. Yeah. But again, back to our conversation that I don't think it's possible to continue to love somebody and not fully accept them. Yeah. Just cuz he's demonstrated that he is persistent in trying to change who I am. Right. And I'm just not it's like you have a problem let's try to fix it exactly yeah and that's not the case like i am who i am because i am who i am right and there's no changing it there's no persuasion there's no nobody that can cure me or fix me and so from that day forward it's kind of just been for me i need to take time for myself to kind of you know process all of these emotions because i'm not you guys know i'm not the best at you know, feeling things. Yeah. Yeah. You, you hardly ever cry. So when you told me you cried, I was like, yeah. Whoa. It leaked. <laughs> <laughs> it was for like two thirty seconds, maybe. Um, two thirty second increments. You mean a minute? No, I was going to say two seconds, but then it, I realized it was, realized like 30, it was seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking normal. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was sad for a good 30 seconds and then. But a bitch don't stay down, huh? period that's like <laughs> what am i sad about i was like yeah i have 
this group of people who support me and love me for who I am. Yes. Like, I don't have to worry about where I'm going to lay my head. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. That. Yeah. If I'm going to have food. Yeah. If I'm starving. You know, all of this shit that goes on with other members of the LGBTQ community. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Because I'm in a point in my life where I understand who's in my circle and the people who are in my circle love me unconditionally and support me and you know I'll always have a place to go so I remember texting my sister and letting her know that hey um you know dad texted me back and it wasn't you know what I wanted or what you wanted either yeah and she was pretty upset yeah you know it's understandable um but she was like just you know try to you know remain positive i know it hurts like it did hurt um but she was like just don't do anything you might regret and it got me thinking about like all of the other members that of the community that have come out before me and are going to come out after me that won't have the know, support the support that i have in the same kind of situation that i've had yeah because you've luckily like you didn't have to come out to your dad while you still fully depended on your dad to house you to clothe Mm -hmm. you to do all of those things so what would you say to if there's like a kid that listens to our very new podcast (laughs) that's literally one of my questions like yeah if there's someone who listens to the podcast what would you say to them like let's say that they were they're a kid in high school Mm -hmm. and they're in that situation Mm -hmm. that you grew up in what would you tell them oh god because there's so many things that i would tell my younger self okay better question what would you tell your younger self then i tell my younger self like fuck it dude like yeah i waited this long i'm 22 years old gonna be 23 this this year november yeah all of that time wasted not wasted but all of that time suppressing who i was Mm -hmm. and living in that household suppressing who i was just because i was afraid of rejection essentially Um, yeah it took me moving out of that household you know excluding me from that whole situation um, yeah i mean that's what it took you know and moving out i was really by myself i didn't really have any help at all yeah and it wasn't impossible you know so what i would tell my younger self is like really think about the people in your life who you know will care for you and you know will support you and just go off with that you know like yeah harness that love you know and make it your priority like make those people your priority and hold them to a high standard because those are the people that are going to come through for you when you need it yeah i would say like if there's anybody in that situation um i mean i don't know i i feel like i would just say i guess do everything you can to not be homeless right Mm -hmm. however sometimes that's not possible sometimes you get outed yeah Yeah. like you get outed and you're out there so i would say like look for those people yeah look for those people and we'll also like for anyone in this community um we'll also link like a safe house Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in the description because there is one here, um, Sweet. I, here I in Waco. Yeah, there's that. a safe house for you know uh, youth that is homeless. Mm-hmm. What's it called? 
I don't know the name of it. It just opened, actually. Oh, sweet. there is an LGBTQ community church. Yes, there is the also. Nice. So you can search on Google. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. We'll, we'll so make, we'll, we'll link sure, yeah. both of those in the For description, sure. um, just as resources, because yeah, like if you get outed and you get kicked out, right? That's something obviously out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can kind of um you know tell people who are you're close to that you feel might be able to keep a secret yeah you hustle to get on your feet on your own yeah and then you do and then you live your life yeah yeah it's shitty but it's necessary it is yeah for my specific situation when i moved away like it was so hard yeah it was really difficult like Mm. oh my god it but it's like I was explaining to Frankie earlier that, um, you know, I received another text from my dad and it made me kind of upset and pretty sad. Um, and I was like, but I thought about everything that I've been through, um, alone and had to kind of endure by myself and figure out on my own. And it makes me proud, you Mm -hmm. know, because I was able to overcome these obstacles. So, you know, anything else will probably be not as bad yeah and i was telling him i feel like i've hit the worst of the worst yeah yeah hopefully i'm not wrong yeah yeah Yeah, that makes sense like like i was telling you guys earlier with like business Mm -hmm. like that was what what fell through today Mm -hmm. that was a really big deal for me like i thought that that's the trajectory that i wanted my business to go in and now in one day we have completely disassembled that and regrouped Yeah. yeah yeah And we're like, this is the new trajectory that we're going with the business. Like, this is how it's going to be. That's how it's going to go. Let's fucking kill it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, you have to be adaptable. Yeah, that's what (laughs) in life. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially true. Like, things are going to break you. They will. It's necessary to take that loss. Yeah, and kind of soak it in. It's better for it to happen now. Feel it. Mm-hmm. you know for as long as you need to but don't give up yeah. yeah you know just keep going and also if um you are having problems with coming out or like family issues we'll link stuff down in the description and stuff like that but also if you need to talk to someone you can reach out to us and we can help you as much as we can mm-hmm. yeah we can like refer you to yeah. counseling like free counseling if you're a student yeah. mcc has free counseling mm-hmm. i know all the universities in town have free counseling so that's also another yeah. big thing like you can reach out to them counselors like i'm telling you don't discredit therapy don't knock till you try yeah. <laughs> adrian women <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll also help you as much as we can. Like, yeah, yeah. we're not experts just, or anything, but we will do yeah. our best. Yeah, if you just need somebody to talk to, like somebody you feel doesn't understand, um, collectively, we have trauma. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of it. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, feel free to reach out to yeah. me, Frankie, Norma. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we've all dealt with shit. We all sure. pretty fucked up in our own yeah. ways. Yeah. Or were. We're, we're, we're we've were. grown. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. grown. So, okay, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I have two two questions for you, actually. Okay. First one is, who are some of the gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender transgender people who are important to you in your life as, like, role models or um, celebrities? I'll answer that. It's RuPaul for me. <laughs> That's it. 
<laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I think, um, so I didn't really have any kind of role models in the LGBTQ community just because not a lot of people were out. Like, yeah. um, so I didn't really have anyone to look up to, but as far as like now, Sam Smith, uh, that voice is though. Dubbing. Yeah. I love Sam Smith. <laughs> and, uh, like when he came out and explained that, you know, the pronouns that he was going to use mm-hmm. and the music videos that he put out. Yeah, yeah. Like they're amazing Yeah, now. And you can see that he's much more comfortable in his skin and yeah. it's like really inspiring seeing that take mm-hmm. place, especially in the public mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. As y'all know, uh, pose is my shit. Yeah. Like, pose, pose is a good show. Yeah. yeah. Yes, if you have not watched the show Pose on Netflix, please do so. It's really, really good, and it like it, that show made me cry. Like yeah. that's how good it is. Yeah, like, we, we came home one night, and he was on the couch crying. I was like, "Who died?" Yeah, and he's like, like the character <laughs> died, and we're like, "Oh shit!" And like we said, he he, he never cries. Like so, yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it was a very, very touching show. Like, yeah, I definitely recommend. Like if you wanna learn about the community and kind of get a glimpse into what it was like back in the 70s yeah 80s definitely check out pose like it's it's it's, very good yeah it's really good and it's really important like representation is incredibly incredibly important important. yes and all the actors actresses in that show um i look up to yeah yeah aren't they all like um transgender or yeah um all of the women on that show are transgender and then the men i don't know if they're gay um i know billy porter who plays pray tell is gay but yeah i i just love that show yeah everyone on there i'd look up to yeah cool. what about ellen <laughs> <laughs> uh she's done some questionable shit so i'm not gonna get into it no comment earlier when i laughed i was like oh shit <laughs> I, I make don't myself laugh. Yeah, I was over like yeah. giggling and shit. <laughs> I'm glad I remembered. I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next question is, um, what can we do as heterosexuals <laughs> <laughs> to be better allies and be more supportive and better understanding of the LGBT? community i'd say it slow because i will like jumble my words lgbtq plus <laughs> <laughs> show off and that was one breath <laughs> um it's the wine i think <laughs> literally what we're doing now having the conversation mm-hmm. like about a person in the community's experiences um what they've gone through how they got to where they are now it's important to have these uncomfortable conversations because you learn so much yeah and you're opened up to your your mind is opened up to a whole new world yeah new world and perspective that you probably haven't even heard of yeah you know like before i started like heavily being active in you guys's lives i mean frankie did you know anybody gay that kind of you know went through what i went through um so i had some like i want to call them gay friends but I knew uh, people that went to school. Mm-hmm. I went to school with that were gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a small relationship with them. Like, we were kind of classmates. We were in the same class. We like kind of talked. Associates. Yeah, associates. But never, like, on the, you know, level Personal of... Personal level. Of yeah. like this. So, um, 
But no, I, I didn't know their troubles. I didn't know stuff they've been through. I didn't I didn't know any of that. So no, I I would say no. Yeah. And see, that's important. Like you as a heterosexual man, I'm sure my stories have kind of altered the way that you perceive yeah, for sure. members of the community and yeah. the way you perceive like women too. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of women go through the same kind of shit shit that (laughs) members of the lgbtq plus community go through as well it helps yeah i mean and like i hear right to say it helps him be a better husband Mm -hmm. in certain aspects because it's just he's opening his mind to be way more understanding of everything yeah like um i I ask a lot of questions yeah and like even you just like you said asking the questions but and just trying to be understanding you are opening your mind to things you don't you don't experience but you try to understand and i think yeah. that's what a lot of people have trouble with yeah so for like me what i hope that people get out of this is that for one it's okay to be yourself mm-hmm. and whoever that is that's fine two i i know we didn't touch on this really but um, I hope that this helps. This is an introduction to understanding that sexuality and um, even gender sometimes are very fluid. Mm-hmm. Like women don't have to dress like women if they don't feel like it. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you know what I mean. And that does not mean they're gay or lesbian yeah. or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. also, men can dress more feminine, more, like Harry Styles. Yeah, he dresses very mm-hmm. like feminine. Yeah. I love it. Frankie actually asked me earlier on the couch. He was like. Do you think you would ever um, cross dress or like? Oh, uh-huh. wear, I was like, you mean like wear a dress or a skirt? And he was like, yeah. I was like, if I wanted to, yeah. And yeah. he was like, no, but would you? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, why not? Yeah, like it's it's a form of expression. Like, yeah, it's it's not that serious. Yeah, like just let people we're be. We're just having a human experience. That's it. You're literally a spirit yeah. having yeah. a human experience in this world. Ser- it's but really we'll not. Get into that in yeah, and so and that's what I hope this podcast, like this episode, kind of introduces to people. And this podcast as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, you're I want just... this to be like as freeing and as comforting and whatever you need to be more yourself but beware it's gonna get uncomfortable yeah yeah. it has to it's Mm -hmm. it's part of the description yes let's have the uncomfortable conversation yeah Yeah. and that's the thing it's like just if those things kind of come across then i think we did a good job yeah for sure but yeah damn that's an ass um (laughs) come on fearless leader oh uh, what was that (laughs) what was that um tiktok we saw that um, I think it was a guy that was like, the reason that straight men don't like being around gay men is because they're afraid to be treated like women are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's yeah. Whenever great, it was uh, actually when men are like, oh, don't come around me with that like yeah, gay shit. I'm uncomfortable yeah. because it makes me uncomfortable. That's, exactly that's the same thing for. that straight some straight men right due to women Mm -hmm. yeah like that's the same thing you make women uncomfortable catcalling like that's terribly uncomfortable when guys like have a lady walk by and they're like looking them up and down looking at their butt i'm just like it's the most like dude growing up she's walking down the street can you like not can you fucking leave her alone yeah Mm -hmm. like growing up i was 
an incredibly innocent, naive girl. Yeah. I went like at the age of 17, I don't know what the hell sex was. <laughs> I mean, I knew what it was, but like it was, I had no introduction to it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was so naive and I'm getting stared at. Oh my God. It made me so comfortable that I literally wouldn't so leave comfortable or uncomfortable. Un- oh, okay. comfortable. oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> it made me so uncomfortable that like, the next day at school, I would wear something really baggy on mm-hmm. purpose. Wow! And the thing is, is I gr- like growing up. I I'm a thick girl. Yeah. Like in high school, Same. upper body, like Same. medium. By <laughs> <laughs> I was a thick girl. Too. I was like in small, medium shirts, pants size twelve. Yeah. Size, you know what I mean? I, thick girl, like not like. I wasn't chunky back then. I am now. But like (laughs) back then I wasn't. I was just a thick girl. And that shit, people saw it. Mm. And I got those uncomfortable looks from like the older Mexican men. It was the most disgusting, uncomfortable shit to go through. Yeah. Uh And it's like, dude, guys, when you have a daughter, like be be just, you know, considerate of that. Yeah, Yeah. Like. Women have to go through this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, um, well, me personally, when I was younger, I didn't think about those things. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and um, for the record, like, if I've ever made you feel uncomfortable, I'm so sorry. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart, I apologize. But apology accepted. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's a whole different world when you're an adult and you see things in a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, Wow, there's people out here that really don't feel comfortable yeah. doing things. Yeah. And like uh there was an interview or like a um a questionnaire on Instagram or something like that mm-hmm. where someone asked women, if men weren't a thing, what would you do? What would you what do, would you do for yeah. a day? Yes. And people were like, I'd oh go to God. the grocery store at night. I was like, Yes. What, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, dude. Yeah. And it's like they would go by themselves yes. to the grocery store. Yeah. I would go running at night. That like fucking bro. And that's crazy that- to me. Yeah exactly the same for members of the community yes yeah yes like, yes oh, it's just it's so sad literally and, and even even when i you first told me that the mm-hmm. answer i was like why like what do you mean i don't get it i don't understand yeah. what you I, I go to the store by myself what, what's wrong with that yeah and you're like because they get like catcalled they get yeah. like harassed i'm mm-hmm. like oh shit like i just told you guys the other day like i went to the store i think it was to buy a mop Mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, yeah. you guys were busy and i was like i'm just gonna run to the store and it was like it wasn't it was like, like the 10. sun had no the sun had just set like seven. yeah and like it sets earlier now um so the sun had just set and i went to the store and like you guys were like oh we'll come with you just give us i'm like no i need it now so i yeah, like left plus by the time i got off i think uh it would have been closed yeah and so i left and then um i remember like texting you guys Right after it happened, I literally, like, all I went was to go get a mop. Mm-hmm. And I go out into the parking lot. And this dude was like, hey, hey, like, all like I could hear his footsteps turn around and start walking towards me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, thankfully, I bought a fucking mop. And if I needed to beat this fool, I would. Like, 
that's the thing it's like i'm like bro i'm just i'm gonna start carrying yeah. like no like yeah. i'm i don't play that shit like yeah. i'm <laughs> i'm that asshole like no you don't touch me i've literally punched a guy in the face yeah I remember at the club that. yeah like no you don't get that close to my face like or to me or yeah. to you sorry or to you and because like even in our own home like in our front yard yes you have hesitations about i literally the dogs out. yes i literally tell frank like frankie and adrian both know norma's not taking the dogs out at night because i'm fucking scared to even or, during the day sometimes dude, yes. we, like i've seen people like slow down and i'll like and look, look back and they're me. like yes. and they'll like look at me and see me and they're like oh, say shit. what's up and they'll kind of speed up i'm like what the fuck I, bro it pisses me off that they respect you more yeah like does that make sense yeah, there was a um man I was on Jubilee on YouTube mm-hmm. where there was a girl that was um, talking about how she was she was sexually assaulted at a store. Mm-hmm. Oh, like she got touched. Yeah, she got touched. Yep. And she told the guy, back off. Like, leave me alone. Like, don't touch me. And yeah. And he was still kind of approaching her. Yeah. And he didn't stop. I think she said it was she was at a bookstore. He yes. He didn't stop until, until she saw, he saw that her husband was like right there. Yep. And when he realized it, he was like... He turned to her husband and was like, "Oh, sorry, bro, my he, bad." He Instead turned of saying to the fucking sorry husband. to her. Yeah, and for fucking said that, touching yeah, her, for fucking touch her. He said, "Sorry, bro, I'm sorry," and walked away. That's pathetic. Like, what about pathetic. her, bro? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, do you not care that you just assaulted a woman? Yeah. Like, like wow. what? What? What do you? Oh my god, dude, that's so crazy. That's to me. so infuriating. That, like, dude, I don't understand so how you don't. You don't like. It's like she's not an object. Yeah, dude. And then, oh man. Also, (laughs) can I just say, like, um, this is aside from you know the thing interview that y'all are talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, But for anyone who doesn't know who Frankie is, like, he is a very amazing man. Like, he's very awesome. Thank you. Um, Because I don't think anyone has given Frankie his flowers. Because this man, like. You said what? I don't think anyone has given you your flowers, which means like I'm right here. Nobody's so. giving you that credit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's the Gen Z thing or. Like, I think it is because we don't yeah. say that. I, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it. Used. I just I didn't hear them. Usually, when artists are like recognized, they're like somebody give this girl her flowers. Yeah, yeah. Or give her yeah. flowers, and that's what I'm seeing. Like, I'm giving you your flowers because um, the way that you have shown growth over the years that i've known you as far as um you know being a husband and being an ally too it's amazing it's been Mm -hmm. like gigantic leaps like a 360 type yeah yeah it's been like it's been insane like i always like i tell frankie all the time i'm like i didn't marry you for who you could become but for who you were when i did marry you Mm -hmm. um or when i accepted that proposal right and then, um, she said, yes, guys, <laughs> it's been know. a year. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, like it, it's important to like date someone or to, when you say yes to someone, like it has to be for who they are at that, at that time, time. Yes. not who they become. And so anything that you do become, it's just, it's so fun to watch yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like it's so easy to be proud of yeah because it's it's like oh my god like look at all these great things mm-hmm. you're doing like yeah. you're being so and it's not that you weren't this person before you're just 
actively attempting to learn constantly. Yeah. I mean, look at you're running a podcast. Yeah, I never you thought know what I mean. Yeah. I've always wanted to. So, like, like for anyone out there who may see Frankie like out in public, <laughs> um, and he has a face on don't, <laughs> that mug. Yeah, don't see <laughs> a bitch face. Please don't feel intimidated. And don't be afraid to approach him or anything like that. Yeah, like, yeah I, I love hugs. So. Yeah, he's he really does <laughs> the biggest teddy bear ever. So, but yeah. yeah, I just wanted to publicly announce how grateful I am for you as a person. Thank you, I appreciate that. And it really means a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, the it growth is it's been exponential. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Yeah, but yeah, um, I I can't I just can't believe guys still don't can't wrap their hands their head around that like. Mm. Even like catcalling and like, I understand you like what you see sometimes and it's nice and stuff, but you can do that respectfully. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, one last question. Mm-hmm. I guess like, what are some goals you would like to reach with LGBT community? Like what's, what's something that you would like to do for them and what's a goal that you want to do for yourself? So I've always been like really supportive of the LGBTQ community. Um, just because, like, it's a soft spot for me. Like, yeah. It's a place where I feel inclusion. Yeah, I mean, um, you gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do be gay, so. <laughs> like, it's a, yeah, it's necessary for me. I've always been, like, an advocate for it. Um, but I've usually been an advocate in secret. Just yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't fully out. Yeah. But now, it'll be in public. And yeah. I mean, you see that little flag out there? Yep. It's still the pride too. flag is still there. That's going to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a bigger fucking flag. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I mean, you've seen my vision board and I want to go yeah. to Pride, mm-hmm. um, nice. San Francisco. And when is that? Uh, in June. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I believe the one in San Francisco is in June as well, I think. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I want to go to Pride for sure. I want to go to... A, um black Li- black lives matter protest mm-hmm. as well um because you know that's still a thing even yeah. though people stop talking about yeah. it i don't know I, yeah i will never understand that why people <laughs> it's stop like talking it's like a about trend it. so, yeah, yeah it's not it's a crazy. fucking trend yeah. it's yeah. whatever they had time during quarantine yeah, literally um yeah but i just want to be a stronger advocate and like be there for more people in the community um and like offer my hand you know like Mm -hmm. if you ever need somebody to talk to that's why i said like if you're going through the same struggles that i went through or if you know our stories are completely different and you just need someone to talk to to vent to like i'm always here yeah Yeah. Yeah. for sure and we are too Mm -hmm. yeah for sure cool and um okay well i think that's it for today yeah um can you tell us where we can find you at instagram Uh, whatever you want to announce yeah sure my his phone number is two five four social instagram is hey h-e-y dot adrian a-d-r-i-a-n-n and then um yeah (laughs) if you just want to hit me up on there (laughs) you can probably find all of my other social media i'll just just dm me and i'll tell you yeah and we'll also put it in the description if you want to follow him (laughs) yeah okay we'll put him on blast like that yeah all right well anything anyone else wants to say i don't think so i think that that's everything just remember um if you can't start with acceptance start with tolerance Mm -hmm. yes yes and we will again 
information and a description. Yeah, and, for uh, helpful shelters yeah. and all that good stuff. And we'll also put some um, some stuff on Instagram in case you can't get to the um, links on whatever you're listening to. So yeah, the Love podcast that. Instagram is Get Rice Podcast. It's Q U E T R A I S P O D C A S T, and we'll link all that somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Adrian. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone that um, listens. Like, yeah. that will finish all the way. I know we kind of, you know, rambled went, on a bit. Rambled on a bit, but it shows me, like, that some people care. Yeah. yeah. If you do listen all the way. If you didn't, then that's fine too. But, yeah. We appreciate you trying. Yeah. We appreciate you trying and just try to have an open mind. Yeah. yeah. For sure. All right. Well, anything else, baby? No, I think that that's everything. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Get Rice Podcast. (laughs) Love thyself, guys. Peace out. Bye.